Saved by the Dog, submitted by Amber. I have another story which involves my friend and I when we were 11. We live in Scotland, so it's rare to ever get good weather. One night it was warm out. My friend and I decided to walk her dog. We knew everyone in the street were nice, so we weren't worried about being approached. We were walking past some houses and a few trees behind those houses that were lit up by lampposts. When we were walking past these trees, her dog started acting scared, which was unlike her. We looked about the street but didn't see anything. However, when we looked at the trees behind the houses, we saw glowing eyes and something saying, Help me. My friend took a step forward but her dog whimpered and she stopped and looked at me. We both had a bad feeling so we stood there for a moment wondering if we should go over. Suddenly, her dog started cowering in fear and whimpering again. Then we heard the help me again, only this time it sounded distorted. The eyes became more visible and soon a dark figure started to emerge. This was when my friend and I knew we had to leave. We turned to run but her dog wouldn't move. Whatever was in those trees behind the houses had really scared her. We could hear twigs being snapped off the trees. We decided to just carry her dog, so we had to run up a steep hill while carrying a big Labrador. We managed to make it onto her block and in the view of her house. It sounded like it stopped chasing us when we got near her house, but our hearts were in our throats and we were too scared to stop and turn around to see if we were being followed. After that, we started taking her dog a different route as both me, her, and the dog were too scared to go past there again. I don't know what it was, but I'm glad that we had her dog with us. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have noticed until it was too late. How scary is that, Amber? How did you forget about, like, how is this not the first story that you, I mean, how do you forget something like I that? I mean, how? 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 Um, that is really crazy. I can't believe that happened to you. That sounds so much. And when they said we carried the dog, I was like, oh, like, a Maltese or something? And they're like, no, like a lab, like a huge dog. And the dog was like, oh, thank you. Okay, these are what I wrote down. Scotland, don't know anything about it. Except for Scottish people exist there. Yes. So, thanks for educating us that there are demons in Scotland. Now I know two things about Scotland. I think we've read stories about Scotland before. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think there's a lot of, like, uh, myths. Yeah, because it's and... kind of an old country, right? Yes, yes. So old. Um, yeah, it sounds to me like what we covered on the last episode, which was the dog man. You think the dog man was looking at the dog? Yeah. Like, that might Whoa. be why the dog, yeah. And because they said they were going through a wooded area. Mm. Sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a dog man. I'll, everyone's gonna be like, Ooh, sounds like a dog man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the way he said the glow or he the way she said the glowing eyes, glowing dog eyes. man, the yeah. way it was in the woods, dark figure. crouched, dark, yeah. Um I don't know if it was chasing them because they said it never it said it sounded it like said it was chasing. It them. was following them. Yeah. I think she said it was following them. And then the worst part about this is how it said help me. Yeah. And the dog got a super bad vibe off of it. Dogs don't say help me. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, that the dog man is not known to talk. So that sounds more like a... Goat man. Goat man, yeah. Yeah, one of the the usual suspects. One of the usual suspects. Or just a demon. Yeah. Or just a really creepy raccoon. I think what we can do is we can look to see if there are any... Uh, Scotland monsters, myths, things like that, and maybe we'll stumble upon a whole new crop of uh, different demons. Yeah. Because, you know, goat man, dog man, skinwalkers, the they're, very, they're Native like... American more than anything. Right. 
They and get benefits. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. They, they, can own, they can run a casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well as Dogman can not? No, Dogman is... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Casino. I'm not paying attention. Okay. So that's what I think. I mean, we will do some research to figure out what kind of specific creatures are indigenous to Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Tell us if you know of any creatures, Scottish creatures. Yeah, because we'll definitely look into it. And for everybody else, wow, what a freaky story. And welcome to the True Scary Stories with E podcast. This is a podcast where two comedians read scary stories that are true and submitted to us by our fans, which we lovingly call the Uglies. What's up, Uglies? We love you guys. Yes. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much, Amber, for submitting your story. And if you want to get in touch with Nick and I and have us look into your paranormal uh, encounter, you can yes. do that on the True Scary Stories with E Facebook page. Yes. And then you also find a lot of Uglies sharing different stories and memes and being all goofy. Yeah, they, they do do that. And also, welcome to the month of October, guys. This is our favorite month. So we are going to be covering some of the scariest subjects. Yep, so we looked at all of our hits, the episodes that people like the most, and we are going to be doing them revisited with new stories and a fresh new look, because we know a lot more than we did when we covered these yeah. at the first uh, time we covered them. Yes. So now you're getting two professional opinions yes we are pros now hey we are actually yep then when i think about it um okay so we have another story here right yes and he did not want his name to be known right because the demon might find him yes okay well this story is called union hill road and it's submitted to us by anonymous this story takes place in a small town about an hour west of Fort Worth, Texas. It was my sophomore year of high school, early October 2008. That's now! Well, yes. It's early but, October. Sorry. But 11 years ago. A few of my friends and myself decided we would get together with our girlfriends that weekend to tell scary stories around the fire pit at my friend's house. What we didn't expect was that one of our friends decided to bring a Ouija board. Some of us were hesitant about playing with it, but we did anyway, being young and dumb. We start by asking questions such as, if anyone was here with us, we got a response saying yes. We asked, if you're here, prove to us that you are. Nothing happened. So we took it as a joke and all laughed. All of a sudden, the front door slammed wide open. We ran to see what it was. No one was there. We freaked the hell out and left the house in a hurry. Come Monday, we're back at school. We tell some friends at our lunch table about what happened. They suggested that if we really wanted to talk to ghosts slash spirits, we should go to Union Hill Road because supposedly it's haunted. We decided that weekend we would go, like I said, young and dumb. Little backstory on Union Hill Road. It used to be a meeting spot for the KKK. It's said that they would lynch people out there. The weekend comes and we decide to head to Union Hill Road right before sunset. I'm driving. I turn on the road and drive about 100 yards. The AC in my truck shuts off. My friends tell me to stop playing because the windows begin fogging up. I tell them I didn't do it. I turn the dial on my AC to show it won't turn on to prove it. We all freak out but decide to keep going. By this time, it's getting dark. We drive down to the cemetery. Nothing happens. We decide to turn around and stop at the bridge and play with the Ouija board there. We ask, is there anyone here? 
The board says yes. We ask what their name is. Mary Smith. We asked if she died in this area. Yes. We asked, how did you die? Hang. At this point, we were done. We leave not believing what just happened. That Monday in English class, our teacher says since Friday is Halloween, we can share scary stories or scary personal experiences. My friends and I decide we would tell our story. Friday comes around. Our teacher starts off by sharing her personal scary story. She tells us, a story of when she was in high school. She had a friend that lived on Union Hill Road. Her friend had gotten pregnant. Her friend's parents were very religious and said that they would be making her give up her baby for adoption. The story went that she ran away instead of letting the parents take the baby away. When she started going into labor, she ran down Union Hill Road and hung herself on the bridge. Then we go on to tell our story. When we say the name Mary Smith, our teacher starts freaking out, crying. That was her friend's name from high school. So we had spoken to our teacher's dead friend without knowing it, and now we understood why she said hang. Wow. That yeah. is so crazy. Thank you for submitting to us, Anonymous. Nick, what do you think about this story? Uh, I think it's very intense. When I, when I read it, I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nick texted me. I had a, show, a stand-up show tonight, and I was over in... Well, I, didn't, I, didn't, Beach. I didn't text you that, but yes. But he texts me and he goes, I'm scared. Because <laughs> he was uh, pre-reading the stories to make sure there's no swear words. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, this, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's... It is uh, really intense. And it's very crazy because today's episode is actually about Ouija boards. Mm -hmm. We covered Ouija boards a couple of years ago and it was one of our most popular episodes, but today we're going even deeper into Ouija boards. So I think that's really weird that a ugly submitted to us the story. We haven't had a Ouija board story in a long time and it's just like kind of creepy that somebody yeah, it did it. Me out. Yeah, on the time that we decided to cover them again. Yeah. Now, most ugly you know how I feel about Ouija boards. I think it is so dumb to try and summon Spirits, I think that people get haunted by things all the time and they don't want it. Yeah. So it's so, like, irresponsible. I don't know if that's the right... I sound like... No, um, it's all right. Irresponsible. Yeah, right. yeah. But I feel like it's so dumb. And if you have a Ouija board or if you have somebody who wants to do that, please don't do it. Because I have just heard so many stories where it's gone completely awry. And now you are also going to hear so many stories because... This episode, we are covering a very creepy thing that has happened to some people who list, who try to summon demons from Ouija boards. Yes. So today's topic is Zozo, the Ouija board demon. So I've actually heard of this guy before. It's yes. a demon that a lot of people get to talk to or have the unfortunate circumstances of contacting when they decide to play with a Ouija board. A lot of people have reported talking to the same demon. Yes. So it's very, very creepy, very, very freaky that all these people are kind of encountering similar, um, not only the same demon, but similar characteristics. So it seems like this could be a real demon. Yes. And before we get into this... I just want to remind you that if you are not really into the commentary that we do here on True Scary Stories, they we do have another podcast called Just the Terror, which comes out every Sunday night, which is just Nick reading stories, and there's no, no me. 
<laughs> sometimes no, I me. put sound effects. But he, yeah, and he puts a lot more effort into that one. <laughs> uh, and Zozo is there too. Zozo is there. Uh, well, don't don't uh, okay. wish Zozo on. Me. Okay. Well, I might have just messed up. Thank okay, you. Okay. Well, let's just get into it now that Nick's mad at me. <laughs> Still haunted. I used a Ouija board in college with a few friends a long time ago. Ever since we had the first session, we would feel a weird presence in our apartment and we'd see things peeking around corners. The building we stayed in was built in the 1880s and used to be a butcher shop for livestock. One night, our roommate wondered if we all wanted to con contact spirits on her Ouija board and we all said, yeah, sure, why not? Huge mistake. All was going well and we were having fun, laughing and whatnot. My one roommate put a lit cigarette on the board and asked the spirit to smoke it. To our amazement, the board started smoking the cigarette like someone was inhaling it. Super weird, but kind of cool. And then someone asked, Who's this we're talking to? And the board started spelling out, Z-O-Z-O, Z-O-Z-O, Z-O-Z-O. None of us had ever heard of this spirit before. We closed the session, but the vibe in the house was just weird. After that, we all started fighting with each other. One roommate became so enraged with us that she wouldn't even talk to us for months. We'd hear footsteps upstairs when no one was around. We'd hear banging sounds, strange noises, and thumping sounds in different areas of the house. Until this day, and this is 17 years later, I still feel haunted by the demon in some ways. I believe in the power of the Ouija board, the spiritual realm communicating with us. Take it or leave it for those who are skeptical. But until it happens to you, judge not, lest ye be judged. And the creepiest part was the Bible verse she quoted? I'm not even really sure if that's a Bible it's verse. It's a DMX lyric. <laughs> <laughs> judge not, lest ye be judged. And then, once you be judged, X gonna give it to you. Uh, okay. Gonna give it to you. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay. Then gonna give it to you. Then we gonna rock. Then we gonna roll. Then we gonna... Roll and roll, let it go. X gonna give it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, can tell, I can tell right at the moment when Nick is like, okay, stop. Because otherwise I would just do the whole whole song with my own lyrics because I only know X gonna give it to you. Yeah. Okay. But he sure does. Okay, so we know how I feel about Ouija board. Don't do it. Never have done it myself. One time, Nick and I found some Miss Cleo cards in his house and we both got so scared because yeah. we didn't bring them in there and they were so stupid because they were miss cleo cards like they weren't even like real mat or real psych psychic cards tarot cards. tarot cards yeah but we were terrified let me tell you okay. Okay. um still haunted okay and then another thing I wondered, this is just a random I don't think thought, uh, Ouija but... board should be smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did write that down. Smoking cigarettes. And then what if he put in, he's like, hey, smoke this. And then Zozo was like, smoke it? Sorry. That's bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> you <spelled all> <laughs> um, and don't you know? And Zozo seems like he would jewel. Yeah. Yeah. But smoking yeah. is bad for you. That's why Nick and I both don't do it, okay? By and, the way, But we don't judge because less... Let's us be judged. Yes. By the way, <laughs> we, while we were reading the story, Edie's purse fell. Yeah, that was what that sound was. It was the, my purse falling randomly. Hopefully randomly. not by... Let's not even say his name because I feel like we're summoning it. That's let's, why let's I call, spelled it let's out. Let's call him Zoe. Well, he has a bunch of different names, oh. as you will find out. 
Okay, let's call him. Uh, you can, you can. Let's call him Zoe. Okay. Because that sounds more cute. Okay, so my purse fell, which was really weird. Uh, and then they all started fighting. Yeah. Yeah, and the roommate wouldn't talk to them for months. Yeah. This is the kind of thing I was telling you about earlier, how people, even if you're really good friends, you can change. And yeah. you can, you know, you never know what the situation is that maybe Especially, a demon. <laughs> when a demon comes in, yeah, he's yeah, the roommate yeah, that's you, not paying rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And yeah, I wouldn't talk to him for much. And then this is just the last thought I had, and it's very random. So what if we made something called a Luigi board, and it's so that's how Luigi can communicate with those little ghosts that turn away every time you look at them. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. This is just uh, what my mind does. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's move All on. Right. <laughs> Back and forth. Something happened tonight, and I know many of the events that may follow. So I'm starting this before anything substantial happens in an effort to actually prevent those things from happening somehow. Let me clarify. I've had a Ouija board for a few years. I've used it a fair amount of times. I know how to use it, what the dangers are, etc., etc. I was with my group of friends tonight, and they wanted to use my board. I agreed as we usually get a kick out of it and nothing too bad ever really happens to us. We don't go all out trying to protect ourselves by lining all the doorways with salt and stupid things like that. Honestly, doing that every time before you begin is just a pain and unrealistic in my opinion. Although, before we start, we do always say negative energies or potential demonic presences are forbidden to communicate with us and we only wish to speak to the good. A few months ago, I brought my board over my friend Emily's house, where our other two friends, Nick and John, joined us. We're going for about an hour until we started communicating with this one spirit that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, Zoe. A lot of the time, when you're communicating with Zoe, he first portrays himself as an entity with kind intentions, but quickly he proves otherwise. After I realized it was him, I quickly ended the session in the proper manner. We're all a little freaked out after that. We decided to put the board away and go for a walk. We are in Emily's basement as we were getting ready to go up. We heard a loud bang in her kitchen. We finished getting our stuff together and as when we walked up into the kitchen, all of her cabinet doors and pantry doors were open. Freaky. We all assumed it was the work of Zoe. So we ran out of the house and didn't return that night until we absolutely had to. Not too much happened after that. At least nothing of dire significance. Small things were happening to really only me. Banging or knocks in my house, unexplanatory footsteps here and there, things of that nature. I didn't really take any of it too seriously, to be quite honest, since I never felt as if I was in danger. Eventually, they stopped, and that was that. Now, that's only the beginning of the story. Tonight, since it's been a few months, we decided to try again because we were bored. We tried to contact Emily's grandmother, other people we have lost, random nice spirits. We were really just having fun with it. I lost one of my closest friends to cancer a little over a year ago, and I wanted to try to contact her. It was when I was doing that, things started to get weird. I asked if she was there, and it quickly moved to yes. When I asked her to prove it by spelling out our secret word, the oracle started moving rapidly back and forth from A to Z. Uh-oh, I knew where this was going. That is a common thing that happens when you're in contact with Zoe. Then the oracle started to spell out gibberish. 
I was growing impatient, impatient, so I ended the session. We're going to try again in a few minutes, and as soon as we put our hands on the oracle before we even asked anything, it was doing the same thing. I yelled stop, and the second I did, the movement ceased. I asked who was there, and when I did, it spelled out my name. It was only me and Emily doing it at this point. The second it finished spelling my name, it spelled hers. My friend John joined in, and the second he touched the oracle, it spelled out John. It then said it wanted to hurt us, and that something bad was going to happen. Then it said we were in danger, and not to worry because it will protect us. Then it said that nothing was going to happen, and we are all safe. At this point, I was so honestly confused. So much more stuff happened, but you get the gist of things. I know it was Zoe. All the signs were there, and it wouldn't be the first time we talked to him. I don't know what's going to happen next, or how it can prevent anything from happening. Zoe is known for being violent, and I've just read so many horror stories about him and the impact he has had on people's lives. I know we were stupid for trying again, but months had gone by, and we thought we were safe. What's done is done, and I just want to know how to keep myself, my friends, and my family safe from whatever Zoe has in store for us. Wow! I like how you call it Zoe now, because it sounds so much more friendly than what it actually is called. And, like, Zoe sounds like a nice girl with curly red hair and purple glasses. My mouth is making it hard for me to read these things. Oh! Well, you're also drinking tequila, which dehydrates your mouth. No, it's very wet. Ooh. Yeah, I I keep sucking saliva. Hey, Nick. Heard you got that wet, 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 wet. Okay. Well, well. I was trying to make it scarier, but maybe the tequila is a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Why did you laugh when I read the title? What? I read the title and you were laughing. I I was thinking you were stupid Luigi. I was like, what a stupid idea. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) Stupid. Well, Mario was the main character. Oh. But. Okay, I don't know anything. I I I don't know anything okay, about continue. literally anything. Continue. Um, yeah, I've never heard anything nice coming out of a Ouija board. No one's ever like, you know, I got to talk to my grandmother. It's always like, it's always bad. Don't do it. And if you do it, and you've heard this podcast, I honestly don't feel sorry for you if you get haunted by something. Just don't bring it upon me because I told you. Um. Yeah, negative energies are forbidden. Like, that would really help. Hey, but we don't go through all of the putting salt on the door. Oh, you mean when you're contacting demons? You can't be bothered to take any precautions, you dummy! You just tell them not to show up? Yeah. Hey, Hey, can you guys not show up? (laughs) No, uh, no negative energies. Those are forbidden. Like, negative energies are really going to be like, Oh, we're going to come, but they said... They said no negative energies. Like, even people, if you said, hey, no negative people, people would still show up who are negative. <laughs> no one thinks they're negative. Even demons, they think they're nice. Yes. But no, that's not going to stop it. So, <sighs> this person I really don't feel bad for because it's like, well, you're playing with a Ouija board and you didn't yeah. take any precautions. And it's their Ouija board, so it makes sense that they were the ones that were experiencing more of the paranormal I can't things. be bothered to put salt on the door. You mean salt, the seasoning everybody has that could protect your soul yeah. for eternity? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that why we put salt around alcoholic drinks because it protects the spirits? Yes. Oh, my God. And it's also more fun to be more dehydrated the more you drink. The le- more dehydrated you are, the funner. Because <laughs> alcohol dehydrates you. That's what ha- I don't know if that's what makes it fun, but it does do that. 
I think this is your fault, honestly, because you said that dumb thing, and I'm so uh, good. You didn't have to explain it. I'm a good co-host, so I just go along with it, you know? I just try to be here for you. You, you, you're lucky you're so handsome. Okay. Shh. Okay. Do you have any more points? Uh, no, those are all the points. Okay, all right. That's good enough. Okay. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Photographic. Hi, my name is Kelly. And that Zozo demon has attached itself to me. I always feel fear or sadness, and I tend to get very tired quickly. As time passes, the demon is getting more physical, and I hear him occasionally. I innocently made contact with the Zoe demon through a Ouija board last year while at a friend's house. This session was nothing special or dramatic, but the name that appeared on the board that one night has haunted me ever since. I've always been into photography, taking pictures of close friends and family. However, over the past year, the demon has taken that away from me. I started noticing that after the session, anyone who I would care about or who I would take a recent photo of would be affected by Zoe. As weird as it may seem, numerous people would ask me about Zoe experience only after I take their pictures, even though they had no previous knowledge of me even using a Ouija board or Zoe. The demon would also distort my photos. I have photos where you can see a few different demons. Did I open a portal to hell? I feel now that I'm always being watched and I'm in constant state of fear. Whenever I try to get help regarding this problem or I get to having answers on how to rid myself of it, the demon gets mad and destroys my photos by poltergeist activity. I do believe in God. I love him and I put crosses around everywhere. However, I find the crosses torn to pieces after placing them on walls. Sometimes, I would even find scratch marks on the crosses themselves. I recently did an EVP session in my house to see if I could document the activity or if I was simply going insane. When I asked Zoe, what is your purpose for being here, the response I got on the audio recorder was, Soul Taker. I still have not gotten rid of him and he's getting more noticeable. I realize they feed off of fear, but it's hard not to be scared. Yeah, of course it's hard not to be scared. Um... I felt about this to someone saying, I always feel fear or sadness, and they are pretty sure that that's Zoe attaching to them. And mm. if that's true, Zoe is attached to a lot of comedians, I know. <laughs> because, man, a lot of them are depressed. Uh, and the Soul Taker thing is very scary. And also, I think it's scary how you said its name again. You're going to bring it upon us. You're supposed to say Zoe. Well, I've changed it to Zoe. Yeah, not its real name. I don't want to see this thing. What you want. My ex and I just recently split up over something going on that it's going on regarding an experience she had with a Ouija board. She believes that the demon Zoe is haunting her ever since she played with a Ouija board three years ago. She believes that by telling me her experience five months ago caused her to miscarry her baby. She recently has been having dreams of the demon in which the demon tells her that she took the soul of her child. The dreams are causing her to be stranger every passing day. The last time I saw her, I was going to visit her when I heard noises outside of the house. I rushed in through the front door and discovered her sitting Indian style facing me. I ran up to her and tried to lift her head up as if as it was facing down. When I lifted her up, I noticed that her eyes were black, black as the sky with no moon. 
She then said to me in a demonic voice, What you want? Being scared out of my mind, I ran to the nearest room and locked the door. She was only 95 pounds, so I knew that it was not her but something far more sinister. As I stood behind the locked door wondering what to do, I heard a loud thud and two normal voices yelling, Hello. It turned out to be her younger sister and mother. Soon after, I opened the door to find them standing over with my ex-girlfriend. Two cops came beating on the door asking for me. They eventually took my ex to a hospital only to find nothing wrong with her. Last week, she tried to contact me. However, I'm afraid to talk to her. Is she still possessed by the, do the demon Zoe? Hmm. Yeah, I... I'm getting like a really bad vibe from this podcast right now. Like, I feel like... Like, I feel like this character is so much more sinister for some reason. Like, I'm getting this, like, weird feeling. I'm feeling off. Yeah, I'm feeling a little weird about it. I don't know how to explain it, but maybe I'm just getting in my head. Um, That's what Zoe does. Yeah. And then the only thing I wrote down is what you want. And I'm like, uh, better grammar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Childhood games. My experience starts off during my childhood. I probably started playing with and creating homemade Ouija boards around eight or nine years old. I didn't know enough about them, but was fascinated to the core. My older sister also played with Ouija boards, which may be another reason why I was drawn to them as well. My sister played with the Ouija board in her room. Over time, the Ouija board sessions revealed things that we could never know at the time. We felt that by playing with the board, that we had the power to make everything or anything happen. Ghosts, demons, hauntings, you name it. We felt as if the board and the entity, Zoe, that we were in constant contact with were giving us power. As we played more and more with the board, things became more and more intense. The day we saw objects levitate across the room, we felt a weird sense of empowerment from the demon, which led us to never say goodbye and we began to invoke other spirits. Several months later, we started to notice dark figures and have things fly at us. The shadow figures that I saw terrorized my sister so much that she could no longer stay in her room alone. When I moved into my sister's house, around 10, I became very depressed. Hoarding became an issue along with bugs and mice. The room turned into like a plague, and my parents were seemingly unaware while it was like this. Trash built up to my knees within a few months and I turned into a sloth. Another strange thing that my sister and I noticed is that during the time when Zoe was tormenting us, I would go months of waking up all backwards and naked. I knew I went to sleep with clothes on and facing one direction, but I would wake up a whole other way. The pillows in our rooms would get hot in spots and we would constantly experience shadow figures that would perch themselves next to me on the bed. I recall one night where I had an extremely vivid nightmare that involved a demon similar to the one that was tormenting me since I started to play with the Ouija board. I remember waking up at 3am and telling the shadows to leave. As I was doing so, I was physically pushed by the shadow figure. I will never forget the wretched smell of the demon. Burnt sulfur. I knew at that point I had to stop playing with the Ouija board and anything in the occult. Till this day... I always bless the ground and building that I sleep in, and I have not mentioned my past interactions with Zoe until now. That was in 2005. 
Zoe is extremely dangerous, demon. This is a warning. I have been haunted by Zoe pretty much my whole life. Now it seems to be haunting my daughter. Ugh, that's so unfair because it is not her fault that you did that when you were a kid. That always scares me about Yeah, because like, ugh, what if something attaches itself to you and it has no... I mean, that does happen. People the, report things that are haunting them and they don't know why. The sins of the father passed Ugh. down to the children. Oh my gosh, I don't want... Uh, luckily, my mom and dad definitely were not Ouija board people. No, but they are hoarders. <laughs> They're definitely not Ouija board people, though. <laughs> All that I'm haunted by from my parents is stuff I don't want. <laughs> there's a lot of coffee pots. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff my mom tries to give me. Hey, you need this. You need barbecue mushrooms. So, this guy made his own Ouija board. And then he's like, yeah. I didn't really know that much about him. Well, if you knew enough to make your own, you knew more than most people. Yeah. And then he said his sister was into them too. It's like, whatever happened to Tag? Like, why are you guys doing this? Uh, and then this was interesting because it actually inflicted shadow people on him, which I believe are not him or her or it. It's not the demon. Yeah, which is like it basically talking to it made you encounter shadow people. Well, well you have to remember and about he said demons. That you smell like oh. sulfur. Yeah. Was that because of all the souls he claimed? Sulfur? No, I know. That people sulfur. claim that they smell burnt sulfur with demon sulfur? wretched smells. Soul. Okay. Alright. <laughs> so um what do you have to remember about demons? Yeah, I can tell you didn't laugh at my joke because you were thinking about Their what you goal were is is to take over your body. So they need to break you down spiritually. And if they need to enact shadow figures to do that, then they will. That's a demon's job. Yeah. To take over your body. Okay. And that was worth stepping on my joke for soul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Soul for let your soul get burned. <laughs> okay. Hugh. One fateful night, three of my friends and I decided to play with a Ouija board at 11 p.m. After playing with the Ouija board for an hour, we ended up talking to something that called itself Hugh. At first, it spelled out its name continually, and it spelled out E-D-F-E over and over. We thought we were talking to Hugh for over an hour, but all three seemed to have lost time. All three of us woke up the next day wondering where the night went. Out of curiosity, we decided to try to contact Hugh for the next four days. Till this day, I don't know if it was out of curiosity or if it was an addiction. On each day, after every unsuccessful attempt to contact Hugh, we would start fighting with each other and openly wish death on each other. However, we'd always regroup and try to contact Hugh. On the last night, one of my friends got possessed while playing with a Ouija board. When my friend became possessed, I tried to get rid of the planchette, however my possessed friend grabbed me by my wrists. All I can remember is that her pupils were massive and her voice was terrifying and they were not hers. The following day my friend blacked out and has Zoe carved into her arm. It's been about a week now and Zoe is carved into the arm of my friend. The cut keeps getting deeper and deeper each hour and the handwriting is almost amazingly detailed. My boyfriend, unaware of the Ouija board incident, called me last night crying. He said he had a dream where he witnessed all three of my friends' death and mine, in which we all killed ourselves one after another. 
This story really freaks me out. First of all, since he didn't call himself his real name, you know? Yeah. He was trying to be really sneaky, which creeps me out. The missing missing time always freaks me out. The fact that they didn't know how the night went, that yeah. really creeps me out. You know how like sometimes when you're driving, you can't remember the drive home? Yeah. Like you kind of like black out or something? Yeah. That really creeps me out. And then really is creepy how he carved his name. Yes. And it was the correct name. So it was like, actually, this is who I am. I trick, You know, just trying to be deceptive. I don't know. That really freaks me out. And the fact that they said it was so detailed, it made me think maybe it was like graffiti or something. Like bubble letters. <laughs> With it's trying Chinese. to break them down. All right. A matter of time. I have a demonic attachment that has spanned decades, stemming from a childhood incident involving my mother and a Ouija board. This experience seemed to be amplified by a second mistake in 2008, which involved the mishandling of a Ouija board and missing all the warning signs. In short, my ex-girlfriend used to practice a cult. I found the board during cleaning, and the short version of the events was that she came rushing home after I messed up and played with the board. I tried burning the board. She knew the exact moment I tried to burn the board, and ran to the bedroom hiding spot before I could even get a word in. Since then, a demon keeps coming back for me. I think it would come after my ex also, sometimes once a year, sometimes less. I can keep it at bay with sage and prayer. I admit my sins and ask for forgiveness. Former roommates and past landlords have all complained of exactly what I witnessed. No matter how many times I move, the entity keeps coming back. I know the name because I saw it written over and over and over among her items. Zoe, 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 Zoe. Even before my ex shot herself years later, I was asked by others if she was possessed. I can always feel its return. It always starts with the strange sounds on the roof that I try to ignore. After so many months, it somehow creeps into the place and I get the feeling of being watched. If I don't deal with it right away, it will become stronger and stronger until the point it can start to harm other people. I know it only is a matter of time before it comes back, months or a year. I don't know what it is about this subject, but I am getting this like really weird feeling. I wonder if any of the uglies are experiencing it too. It's just like, it feels heavy almost. And we've done a lot of these stories and this one just feels so weird to me. Remember when I had trouble reading the devil stories? Oof. Remember I you just, just scared kept... You just scared me because I, I don't know why, but just like the beginning of your sentence, I got really scared. Um, okay. <laughs> when I said remember? <laughs> yeah, because I thought something bad. I don't bad. remember. Yeah, I thought some, you were going to say something like terrible and I got scared. Um, I think I'm just scared. Uh, burn board. That's the only thing I wrote down because I think that's one of the rules. You're not supposed to ever burn the board. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Jumanji or something. Yeah. But sometimes I wonder if people burn the board because... Oh, I'm getting really scared for some reason. The Sorry. demon is telling them... Burn it. Yeah, so I can be around forever. Yeah. Woo, Close I, a portal. Get rid of it. Yeah. Now I'm here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like 90 Day Fiance. My visa is approved, and now I'm your responsibility for 10 years. <laughs> Every day. Hello. I'm a girl that lives in Italy. I used to talk to a spirit every day. The spirit's name is Voss. Voss said that he's an evil spirit and that he has all the time that he wants to spend with me. I was quiet because Voss said that he was with me to protect me. One day my friend and I used a Ouija board together. 
We talked with the voice for a long time, and when we finished it, my friend wanted to try to talk to her guardian demon. She drew his seal and started the session with the Ouija board alone because I felt very bad and my guardian demon was tired. My friend started the session and began talking to a spirit that said his name was Zuzu. I was very scared because I knew who Zuzu was. She finished the session and we went away from that place. A few days later, my friend called me and said that she talked with Zuzu alone. I was so scared and I asked Voss if he would go to my friend's house. He said yes. After that, I asked Voss how my friend was, but Zuzu started talking to me. He said that he was so curious and wanted to know why I sent Voss to my friend's house. After that day, Zuzu is all that comes through my Ouija board. Zuzu sometimes is gentle and tells me that it loves me. I don't know what to think about Zuzu. He said that he's a spirit, not a demon. He said he's very big and very powerful, and he said he's good with me. Now I talk to Zuzu every day. Why did you say Zuzu instead of Zoe? That's what they said, Zuzu. Oh, okay. All right. Well, don't say what they said. I don't want this thing here. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, it didn't seem like she encountered too much badness. And well, I just think this guy is really manipulative. Like, he really tries to make you... He wants to keep him around. Yeah, like trust him. And he definitely lies, which is so scary because it's just like, what is his agenda, you know? That's what we'll find out. All right, let's continue. Angel. I have always been intrigued by Ouija boards. I got one for my birthday, so I tested it out with my brother and his friends. When we started, we contacted some negative spirits. I had played with the board previously, but nothing terrible occurred. For some reason, I felt the chances of getting Zoe was unlikely. I remember my brother's friend and I decided to play with a Ouija board one day. To our surprise, we contacted a good spirit named Angel. She was so nice. She told jokes, and it was all fun and games. Then she left, and someone named Death said Angel had to leave to go to heaven real quick. When Angel came back, she told us she had gone to heaven with the help of Mama. She said Mama is a demon, but they're nice. As we continued to play, I felt as though I was being befriended by Angel. However, during the session, we were constantly interrupted by Zoe. I would say, what is your name? And they would respond, Z-O-Z-O. I knew that wasn't good. I communicated with this so-called Zoe until Angel would come back. When she came back, she said, run. I asked why. She said, Z-O-Z-O. I wasn't scared for myself, but I was scared for Angel. I said, where is he? She said, here, go, now. I was quite scared, but I knew I had to help Angel. She said she would be all right. Before this, the planchette flew off the board numerous times. I had it on video once. The player closest to the camera did not move it, despite if it looks like it. There was so much force on it, and my fingers began to feel as if they were smashed. Angel moved the cursor to goodbye. She told us not to contact her the rest of the night. I obeyed her, and I'm waiting to contact her again tonight. Okay, so do you think both of these things that they encountered were Zoe playing a game? Zoe goes by different names, and one of them is Mama. Okay, but do you think Angel was Zoe? I don't know. Just at all a big game? Because we know, highly manipulative. Mm -hmm. Something to think about. Mama. The first time my little sister played the Ouija board, she played with the friends Cody, Jacob, and Rusty. The first name she got was a demon named Mama. 
Mama didn't contact her again until me and her played together again. As we played the Ouija board, Mama told us that she was trying to protect us. She predicted a few things, so we kept talking to this person, Mama. In fact, we called her Mama on it for more than once. Each time this thing came to us. It tried and almost succeeded in possessing my sister. One night, we took the same Ouija to an abandoned house with a couple of our friends and used it there. We came in contact with another demon that said it had been attached to my friend's family for generations. When we got back home, we played with the Ouija once again. And just like every other time, we got Mama. Mama told us that in three months, the demon we contacted in that house would hunt us down. And after that, my sister would get killed. Then later told us that the murder was in connection to the person she played the Ouija board with first, who was her first love. Rusty. We played the Ouija board and was told by a dead friend of my sister's that Mama's real name was Zoe. Mama is an alias for Zoe. Beware. Okay, so that's like literally what you just said. Like, <laughs> that goes by different names and one of them is Mama, which is so creepy. Yeah. Because it's such a nice name and it's something we, a lot of people, say to it's somebody they love. making you feel comfortable. Yeah, it is definitely about manipulation. And we, this subject is really so interesting to me and it's got me feeling some type of way. Oh no. <laughs> I think we got a lot of these stories too. There were, we found tons and tons of stories on the internet and on Reddit, Reddit, and uh, I think we are going to do... The rest of the stories on Friday because we actually have more and more stories and this seems like a phenomenon a lot of people have been experiencing so we're gonna give you more stories on Friday bonus episode bonus episode for the uglies yeah bonus episode for the uglies yeah okay Nick freestyle and go boom Boom, boom, Yo, the boom, bonus boom, episode boom, for the boom, uglies. What? Boom, you asked boom, for boom, it. Boom, now you're going to get boom, lovely boom, stories boom, about boom, a demon boom, that's not boom, so lovely. Boom, he's boom, not boom, above boom, me. He's below boom, me. Boom, and he can just boom, go and... Boom, um, boom, wait, I can't boom, finish boom, the rest of that rap because okay, you don't like me to get dirty. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Really? <laughs> yeah. And that demon don't know me. Okay, you don't know okay, me. Oh, I like Jesus. I like Jesus. Okay, stop. So, anyways, guys. Okay. Look out for this episode that we continue talking about Zoe. It's going to come out Friday. Bonus for you guys because we love you. But before we get out of here, we want to share some more info on this demon. So let's get to it. Don't talk over me. Zoe, a history and a warning. It's believed that the first time the world really heard about Zoe was from a documentary called I Am Zoe, made by Darren Evans, a survivor of the demon. Here's Darren's story. A plumber found a double-sided board under my girlfriend's house in 1982. The board was surrounded with jars of preserved blackbirds. The jars were old mechanical lightning jars, and they had a weird white chocolate substance to them. I recall wiping the jars clean and holding them up and seeing the blood-red eyes of the preserved blackbirds. I didn't realize at the time that this board was double-sided. It was a work of art. Everybody who saw it said, wow, what is this? I didn't know anything about spirit boards and have never seen another double-sided one since. On one side was the William Fold Ouija board. We were able to trace that back to the 1930s. The other side has a homemade board with the word Zoe inscribed on it. There were strange symbols and wings around the word Zoe where Ouija would normally be. 
It was just a weird grisly looking board and that's where my involvement with the phenomena began. The board led me and my girlfriend to have sessions. My girlfriend became my wife. We got married on Halloween. She got to where she didn't want to be involved with the spirit board, but I was obsessed. I had hundreds of sessions over a period of time. It was a succession of experiences I had which led to the progression of me being more involved. It began as an obsession to prove the spirit world was real, but then my life started to spiral out of control. In the end, I lost my wife. I had a nervous breakdown and began hallucinating. I went to my mother and asked for help, and she performed an amateur deliverance. She said she had seen shadows over me while she was laying hands on me and praying. I'd go a year without using it, then get back on to see, to see what would happen and the cycle started again. The board actually predicted two of my friends' deaths to a T. One was an unsolved death in Collinsville, Oklahoma, and the other was my best friend who died in a car wreck. Darren doesn't feel as if he's gotten rid of Zoe. He just doesn't mess with the Ouija board anymore. The first recorded account of a supernatural encounter with the entity called Zoe dates back even further than Darren's report. In the last published edition of Le Dictionnaire Infernal, the same book that contains a symbol that Evans claimed was a representation of Zoe's name, the author documented a case of demonic possession that took place in the village of Tailey in 1816. The case concerned a girl who came to be possessed by three demons. Their names were Mimi, Cropulet, and Zoe. According to the 1900s article, Brooke Kenilworth had her soul stolen by her husband, Zoe, who was a mystic. Another theory is that Zoe is another name for the Mesopotamian demon Pazuzu. Manuel A. Mallet's 1906 book, Infernal Dictionary, Zoe appears under the name of the demon known as Pazuzu. If Zoe really is a nickname, this creature has been terrorizing occultists and party game enthusiasts for at least 2,700 years. Still, some believe that Zoe is just a tulpa. Tulpa is a concept in mysticism and the paranormal of a being or object which is created through spiritual or mental powers, a type of willed imaginary friend which practitioners consider to be sentient and relatively autonomous. Basically, enough people believe in it and its existence has become a reality. Finally, some people just believe that other demons have adopted the name because it helps make contact. Below is a list of warning signs that may indicate contact with an entity during a session. While there are tons of paranormal entities, ghosts, and demons that may emulate the entity, these are the most common signs that it may present. Rapid figure eight movements of the planchette. Rainbow side-to-side -side movements of the planchette. Planchette spells out Zoe, Zaza, Zizi, Mama, other names. The number 28, extreme senses of uneasiness, thoughts of depression during or after Ouija board session. Dark shadow movements in or around Ouija board area mentions a paradise and it will try to befriend you. Now, what do you do if you come into contact with Zoe? Don't panic. Darker entities, especially demons, feed off of fear. Close the session as soon as possible. If you're using a Ouija board, move the planchette over to goodbye. Set boundaries before starting any spirit communication. It is important to set boundaries with ghosts, entities, demons that you may have be communicating with. Smudge the area and Ouija board participants. Do not use the same Ouija board again and do not speak or say his name. All right. So Ouija boards are like toothpicks. You don't use them again. Yeah. That's, I've never heard that. And smudge means uh, with, um, what's it called? The uh, sage. sage. Yes. 
Okay, so set boundaries. That's what, what our friend was talking about in uh, one of the other stories when she was like, I don't want any scaries, just, just friendlies. Yeah. So I guess maybe that is really a thing. But also be more responsible. Yeah. <laughs> when you're communicating with demons, definitely try to be as responsible as possible. And don't panic, which is hard to do when a demon is talking to you. Mm -hmm. I get, hate when people are like, oh, you know, my don't, as long as you're not scared of my dog, he won't bite you. It's like, well, I have to be scared now because, well, because... my dog can smell fear. Well, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this story too, Zoe inflicted shadow people. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if there is a collaboration between the two like hey i'm in so now you can get in you know like like if that's their plus one or whatever <laughs> like hey Maybe. now you can get in you know um and terrorize these party game enthusiasts <laughs> well because uh what is it uh milton bradley produces right the so. most evil of all game companies uh, and I was wondering what you think about the, um, idea of suggested, suggested belief. Like, let's say somebody first thought they encountered this demon, Zoe, mm. and they told a bunch of people, right? This mm. is in the beginning stages of Ouija board phenomena. Mm. Let's say, do you think that some of this might be suggested belief. Like, these people knew kind of about this possibility, and because of that suggestion, were more open to the idea that they were communicating with this particular entity, especially since it's going by different names. And it knows to, like, oh, you're scared of this entity, so I'm going to mention this name. No, I'm saying, like suggestion do you think these people are just open to suggestion because they've heard of this particular entity that maybe they are seeing it because that is what they want to see yes or Completely. do you think that this could be a actual phenomenon um i think it could be both i mean this could, thing could really be out there and that's what makes so many people open to this suggestion mm. or it could be complete bs as anything on this podcast including us well i think that like uh, it did mention that maybe another demon has adopted this nickname in order to be like okay fine that's what you want to call me that's fine i'll, I'll be contacted by that yeah i just you know, want to be contacted yeah i just want to be contacted um, I think that there are, in this world, there are people that do have paranormal, alien things happen to them, and then there are people that, uh, take advantage of that. As in, they want it to happen, they will, there's Bob Lazar, and there's that dude that called himself Starseed. Right. One guy that really probably came in contact with alien stuff, and then one guy that had, you know, video footage of dolls that look like aliens looking into his... Right, yeah. like the worst. <laughs> and the world is filled with those two types yeah, of people. Yeah, there's, there's uh, people who encounter things, and there's people who want to encounter yeah. things, and want it so bad, they'll just make it up. Yeah. Um, which we might be seeing a little bit of both at this point. And then another thing I was thinking is that the names it goes by are often ending in O, 
they seem to be all around the same portion of the alphabet, like mm -hmm. O and Z, Z and A, Z and I, like mama, you know? And yeah. do you think that maybe when people have their hands on the planchette, this yes. might be like a reaction of two people putting their hands on the planchette and maybe these kinds of words, they're short. That they're seeing them. They're short and they're maybe kind of like all kind of near each other. Like za, za, z, z, you know? Well, like that... maybe this is just a likely pattern when two people have their hands on something. I think, um, yes, in the sense of Like, because its name isn't like Ebenezer, you know? No. It's like very simple names. And these might be the product of two people trying to get something. And then this is a very quick name. So it did mention that the planchette will move into rainbow arches. I don't know what that means. Uh, as in like like this. See? Like this. Yeah, so they, they this. can't see that, Nick. I'm showing you. Ma, see how I'm spelling mama? Ma, yeah. You're basically making zo, zo. A, a U. Yeah. An upside down U. A rainbow. <laughs> a yeah, rainbow yeah. shape. So it's, it's going from side to yeah. side. And if you look on a keyboard, yes, you're right. It kind of hits those notes. But not... is it, as a Ouija board, like a keyboard? It's not put in keyboard fashion. No, it's it A, B, C, D. Mm. Yeah. So maybe this is just like a way people, when they have their both their hands on something. Yeah, because it's at the end. Maybe mm -hmm. this is like a way that most people just move. It's just likely, you know, probability wise, you're probably going to get a word like this. So yeah. that's why maybe so many people think they encounter the same thing. But I also, I'm like, I'm so Mythbusters right now. Um, but I also think I do get a feeling from this. And I think there is something here. I usually don't get this kind of feeling. So I feel like there is something here. I am really freaked out. But the fact that they're like, oh, it goes by so many names, it's like, well, how do you know it's the same thing? Like, you don't see it, you know? Mm -hmm. It just talks to you. So how can you know it's the same thing? You don't hear its voice. So how do you actually know it's the same? I think they want it to be the same. Yeah. Maybe they're, suggest they're, they're open to that suggestion. Yeah. And if you're open to it, you will see it. Um, so let us know in the Facebook group what you guys think. Do you think this is all BS? Or do you think there is something here? You can do that at the True Scary Stories Facebook group. And also, you made it to the end of the podcast, so help us out by giving us five stars on iTunes. It really does help the podcast grow and keeps us doing this podcast, which we love to do. Uh, and then check us out. We are going to be in Portland next week on the 4th, 5th, and 6th. So if you're anywhere around Portland, we're going to be doing the Portland Comedy Festival. Look out for Edie and Nick there. Um, then we're going to be in El Paso, Texas, right? Yes, October when? 24th to the 27th. So if you're in the Texas area, we're going to be there then. And if you want to see Nick, he's also going to be in Dallas. Uh, next weekend after the Portland gig. So come check out Nick's stand-up or me doing stand-up or both of us together and buy a t-shirt. The t-shirts are selling like crazy. And other than that, is that everything? Besides uh, Just the Terror comes out on Sundays, so... Don't forget to listen to that. And don't forget to check out our bonus episode coming out on Friday because we love you uglies. Yeah, Anything well, else? No, I think you, you are wonderful and you've done it all. Okay. I, no I announced all of the things. All, all of, of the things. things. All right. Uglies, we adore you. And we will see you Friday. <laughs>